Warning, this podcast contains content not suitable for younger audiences, or older audiences, or anyone really. Run while you still can, we're the hapless heroes. But wait, isn't a trebuchet just a large catapult? You shut your foot this no. man! <laughs> no, no catapult can <laughs> can throw a 95 kilogram object over 300 meters. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Hapless Heroes. I'm Francesco, your host and DM. Tonight, I am joined by James playing Hoblet. Evening, friendos. Mike playing Lord Captain Quinn Southwind, the benevolent first of his name. I have a bleeding wand. Oh, my God. Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. Perhaps that's a problem best referred to a doctor. And Zach playing Parado Lincolnwoods. Lincolnwoods. Parado Lincolnwoods. So last time on the show, you guys defeated the evil necromancer. Hoblet was uh, smashed him, being a proper cleric and unleashing the holy wrath of Klingon and Silverbeard on some undead and a necromancer, and promptly smashed the shit out of him. And you guys found a whole bunch of crap in his room. Tomes, journals, talking about Vecna, this evil goddess of death and tyranny. You got a bleeding wand. Mm-hmm. You got a scrying orb that seems Wall to be scrying more than one location and seems to be tied to some sort of object. And uh, you guys have some views into some different parts of the world. And there's also a giant gaping portal into the maw of evil that exists <laughs> on this planet that you guys still have to close. Okay. That's the abridged version. So here you are now. Dead necromancer, rested, investigated, what do you do? Wait, did you say there were no other outlets from this room other than the way we came in? There was no, another there door. there is another door. Let's to go continue. in it. Yeah, we let's. Go in it. The one that is unexplored? Yeah, yeah we gotta go. Okay. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. You think maybe we should close that portal first? I don't know. Well, yeah, how do we do that? That's what we're looking you for. Gotta, well, you got I think I've got a pretty good beat on it. Yeah. Zero's got the cipher for oh, the room. Speak up, robot. All right, let's get that. <laughs> let's get that first, then. <laughs> let's uh, yeah, let's close this guy off. As the Hoblet g- reaches for the door handle, maybe Zero puts his hand on his shoulder and is like, "Let's take what? Let's take care of this first. Focus. It's the time for Hoblet. a full clear. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so you guys head back to the room with all the pylons and runes and stuff. Yep. Yeah, so... Zero will attempt to make use of this uh, new cipher knowledge. Yeah. Let's see, what do we want to call this check? We want to call this another arcana, then? Yes, please. Okay. Nine, 10, 11, 12. So, because I love describing things like this. So, I don't know, one of my favorite visuals. You know those old games 
where like it had like a series, it was like several rows and columns of like lights, right? And when you pushed one, several would go off. Mm-hmm. But then if you push another one, some more would pop on and some others would go off. Lights out. Yeah. 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 Lights out. Lights that out. Is. Thank you. That's kind of what's happening with these runes right now. You're getting close, but you can't seem to get all of them to turn off. There's a lot of them. It's like hundreds of them. And you're, di- you're doing pretty well, considering. But you haven't quite done it yet. It's going to require a little more effort, a little more work. It's all right. I don't have anything more important to be doing right now. Yeah, um, I'll have to say I'll give you one more arcana check. All right. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah, um, it seems to have gotten worse, too. All right, so I just explained to the group, like, okay. So the general idea here is to keep pushing these until all of them go off. I seem to have... um, I guess painted myself into a corner here. Would someone like to put a fresh set of eyes on this? We know what we're doing. It's just executing. Does anybody it now. have an arcana bonus? I mean I do. Are we gonna do an insight check? On what? What are you what are you trying to be insightful about exactly? I have no idea. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> sell me on it if you're gonna make the check. Like just don't make an arbitrary. I'm gonna check. persuade these lights to turn off. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do like an insight check to see if I can if I've noticed any distinguishing patterns in the way these these lights have gone on and off. Okay. No, you didn't. That's uh, another uh, critical failure. Oh yeah, you're so okay. Here's the kind of the scene that I'm picturing God. in my mind. Bless America. Yeah, exactly. Yakety Sax is playing. <laughs> Quinn is talking at these runes like, could you please turn off? Would you please turn off? Oh, I wasn't being serious. I'm, I'm still taking it. <laughs> but everything here is happening at about one and a half speed as well. Right. Zero is just pushing a bunch of buttons or a bunch of like runes and they're turning on and off and it's kind of like a strobe light sort of situation in here. Peridot is just kind of standing there looking perplexed at the patterns happening and Hoblet, what are you doing? Probably laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there has to be there has to be a few brief chases if we have Yakety Sax playing. Yes. Sure. See, my thought was <laughs> since he rolled a critical fail, one of the vignettes that there. <laughs> Zero is turning the the runes on, and Parados following him, turning them off, and then Zero turns around and chases Parado around. Yeah, <laughs> that's even better. And then, then he goes back to putting them on. And then Peridot comes and turns them off, and then he fucking chases. I'm helping. I feel like Quinn is just, like, shaking his finger at them all. I'm pretty sure this and is how sketch comedy is written. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we nailed it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would I would like to maybe roll a perception check to see if I could dis- decipher any. Sure. So you're also going to stare at these ruins. Yeah. Yeah, a- yeah after a moment. <laughs> it's not a big show, uh, no, but I'm it's just, the only show right. in town. I'm right. just being judgy because I can Fifteen. Yeah, I mean, like, you can see that there's a very discernible pattern. You can probably attempt an advantage to try to use your arcana to help zero out. An advantage? An advantage. Because you've kind of, you think you, you got zero? it. Zero? You're feeling good about it. Yeah. That's why I asked you guys if one We're of you We're both guys working on it at the same time. He has advantage. It's like... Fifteen? Stereo advantage. 
I'm giving you guys every opportunity, but I don't think 15 is quite enough. You managed to get it down to a point where there's literally maybe 10 that are still lit out of the hundreds that are here. And you guys decided to just stop. Like, whoa, we're close. Yeah, nobody touch anything. What did you roll, Quinn? 12. 15 more turn on. Okay, coming from you, I don't care. Zero sits down in the corner with the book and just goes over the pages one more time. Absolutely. You guys are here for the next four hours until Zero finally solves this puzzle. So you're giving us more of a of a time penalty than a Very much so. Are it's there take, any more It's taking you four hours. Are there any more necromantic paintings or decorations in this room? Not in this room. Okay. Just in that hallway. That you've scratched oh, I up. remember the hallway. Yeah, you scratched it up. Yeah, we got another side to it, though. Mm-hmm. All right, so now that we've done this, let's check and make sure the portal has turned off. Sure. Oh, God. What are you guys doing? Not going near that fucking portal again. Zero will poke his head in because it, he ha- he hasn't internalized how awful it is. He's only gotten secondhand right. stories. Well, so first we have to are like, you like walking up to it? Because you can poke your head out the door, but you're only seeing 60 more feet down. Yeah, no, Zero will walk right up to the darn thing. Yeah, okay. With um, his crossbow out. You feel like you've made it. not an idiot. Gonna do? What are you going to do with your crossbow out? Yeah, <laughs> shoot him right in his fucking eye. More than I would do with the crossbow not there. Besides, he's not what I'm worried about. He's not coming through that portal. He wouldn't fit How in How about all those zombies falling out of his midsection? Yeah. And, there was and more, they can and only come through it. one or two right. at a time. And there was more than one of those things walking around out there many miles away. More than um, one of the Titans? Yes. Shit. Sandwich. Um, you feel like you've made it down hundred, more than 100 feet and you're still walking down an endless hallway. You did, there was, like, you could kind of made a pass where those recessed areas in the walls were. Yeah. You can see there's actually two pylons there as well, but they are dim. Mm. And you've just walked right past them. Okay. And they're just going down endlessly. Turn around and head back. It appears that this has been closed off. Mm-hmm. Hoblet, make me a perception check, please. Why do this to me? <laughs> Ten. Actually, everyone else who's in that room, make me a perception check. We're all in the room, yeah. Except oh, for in the room. other room. Yeah. yeah. Eleven. Paradell. Eight. You kind of realize it a little too late, but you're starting to, you, you've noticed once it's gotten to a very noticeable size, a, a crack and fissure begins to, is, is starting to form in the wall of this room with the pylons. It's kind of like going around the perimeter of the room, kind of like touching where all the pylons were and just spreading out. And the floor is beginning to rumble. All right, let's get out of here. I, yeah. Uh... We're getting out of this room. I make a dive for the door. Yep. Okay, so we're going to do something here. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to act in turn. Okay. So, Through initiative? Or? Yes. Yeah, okay. So go ahead and roll me initiative. There's not combat. I feel like it's going to wa- waste my acrobatics roll. Not so bad. Is zero rolling initiative as well? Or is yes. this just. Okay. You're far away, too. You're about 100 feet away from them. All right. As like they started to notice this thing, and you're starting to feel it too. So we're gonna go Quinn. Thirteen. Zero. Thirteen. Paradil. Eighteen. Hoblet. 
the lowest number. One? No. Zero? Just low. Ten. But I got lower than all of them. Are we in the negatives? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Negative one. Like, what's... Uh, Quinn, between Quinn and Zero, who has the higher initiative bonus? I'm plus two. I'm plus two. Ugh, screw it. Um, roll off. Roll off. I had plus three, but because of that stupid gem, I'm still back to two. Five. Eight. There you go. All right. So, Peridil, mm-hmm. what are you doing now? Getting out of the room with the pylons, making a right into the other corridor. Making a right? That's right. So into the wall? Um, I'm getting out of the room with the pylons. Oh, making a right into that small hallway. I understand. Yeah. And moving towards the door. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you were already... Yeah, Fran. Getting... I'm just going to walk into a wall. Okay. That makes sense. I, it made sense to me. <laughs> Listen, you guys have made some interesting decisions sometimes, so I'm not trying to question here. <laughs> yeah, you make it to the door. Okay. And before Zero acts, um, starting, because it's kind of starting towards the back of that hallway, you can start to see that this cavern is beginning to collapse. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw, Zero. Eleven. You take seven bludgeoning damage. Okay. As a part of this... This, this stone cavern kind of collapses down on you. I mean, you manage to kind of avoid any critical damage, but it definitely hurts and kind of knocks a few screws loose. <laughs> Literally. It's okay. Didn't want those anyway. Right. Um, <laughs> but you're still... We're going with polymers on the and, next revision. Right. And part... And, and like, you know, you think one, one you know, another, another rattle like this and you're going to be kind of blocked in here, so you got to move. All right. We are running plus dashing. Okay plus everything else that run dash and I'm going to yes because I have an action surge for more dash uh-huh so uh, that's gonna put us 90 feet okay yeah so you're like pretty much like right at the um, the door to that little like, yeah. pylon room assisted sprint <laughs> yeah fantastic it's a good use of an action surge really because you just yeah. got the hell out of there yeah all right we're gonna go to Quinn I'm going to I guess so I have I have a movement and then an action. So I'm going to move mm-hmm. run toward the door. So you so it's thirty feet. Right. And then Am I at the door? You've made it to the yeah, the doorway to the hallway. And then I dive out into the hallway. Okay. Acrobatic style. Oh, sure. Yeah, because you're gonna have to dive over Paradil. Because what? Yeah, you're diving over Peridel pretty much because he's at the door. Also true, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Watch the fuck out. 17. Thank yeah. you. Get right over him. He's short. Yeah. <laughs> Barrel I crouched, roll. I crouched a little. Hobbit, what are you doing? I mean, following suit, it sounds like we're getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of here. So I'm... Dashing. Yeah, I'm following... You can make it 50 feet because your movement is 25. So yeah. you're doubling it. So you're also going to have to make your way through Paradil. How are you doing that? Wait, why did I only get to um, You didn't want to dash. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm actually... I was about that. So how far is it to the doorway? 30 feet? Yeah. So I'm, I need to go another 20 feet past where he's standing? Yeah, how are you getting past him? I'm actually not getting past him. What I'm going to do is just lower my shoulder. I'm going to roll an athletics check for you. But I'm just going to pick him up. 
as I run, I'm going to run him over. Sure. Yeah, I'll take it. Run him over, grab him, and just put him on my shoulder and run him. He's going to Don Paradil. Yes. Yay! I'm going to take him the 20 (laughs) feet that he didn't want to go. Go. Didn't want to. Ha! 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 Damn it, James. <laughs> I mean, so I'm assuming what? that's a nat one. <laughs> ha ha! Sarah, I hope you're having oh, fun no. with this, these last two episodes here. God. This is a shit show. Uh-huh. Not even because you might be recording these roles, but just because, like, the last episode was at two nat ones, two nat 20s, yeah. and now we got a couple nat ones tonight. And no nat 20s. And no nat yeah. 20s. <laughs> so... so when you try to do this, you instead yeah. hit the ground... And then start barreling towards Paradil like a plate-armored train cannonball. And you take him out, and you both slide into the collapsed like room area that's like right across the hall from this door. Okay. So you're in the hallway, but you're both prone, and you're going to take... Well, Paradil, you're going to take five bludgeoning damage from Hoblet. Hoblet, you're going to take three bludgeoning damage from slamming into him. But you are in the hallway, you're just prone. So half your movement next your next turn will be used to stand up. Or we could just crawl for the rest of our lives. Hey, Paradil. Hey, friend. What do you want to do? You should have dashed. <laughs> Remember at the end of the last episode, you were like, I didn't die? Yeah. <laughs> now Hoblet's <laughs> running you over. That was a good time when I didn't die. When you didn't die. Remember that, guys? <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to get up. Mm-hmm. So that's use, half your movement. And I'm going to move as far towards the set of double doors out of here. Are you dashing still? I'm trying to dash. I'm trying to action surge. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like making wishes. I'm praying a little bit. I'll say that you can make it. Some poop may have come out. Came out. <laughs> I'll say you can make it 35 Because I can't feet. even fucking word feet, right, right now. The English teacher next to me is dying. <laughs> yeah. So you can how, make it, the five-year-old. How, how one of the far away <laughs> from the double doors out of here am I? They're both dying in different directions. This door was <laughs> ninety feet in, yeah. so you're seven. You're sixty-five feet away from the double doors. Okay. Zero. Okay. So where? Wait. Sorry. Before zero goes, six, sixty more feet of the tunnel collapse. So it's right up on you guys, and it's near the pylon room. Like, this this the whole hallway is almost completely collapsed. It's catching up to you fast. Like, it's falling rapidly. Uh, zero. Um, well, now is the running time. Mm-hmm. So, how, um, how far out of that hallway did I make it? I guess I was, you said about 100 feet down to start. You're 10 feet away from the door. Now, okay, to get from into that the door. And then that's, um, so 10 feet I'm sorry, 10 feet from the door to the pylon room or 10 feet from the door to the hallway? 10 feet from the door to the pylon room. Okay. And then how much further is that to the hallway? Then another 20 past that, I guess? Yes. Okay, so that's my first 30 for my move takes me there. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to dash. Another 30 feet? Another 30 feet, I guess. Uh, into that we're hanging a left into the hallway? Yep, you're 60 feet away from the double doors. Okay. Good. That's where that puts me. Okay. Quinn. Uh, the entrance, because I'm in the hallway at this point, the entrance to the pylon room is how far from the double doors? 20 feet. Oh, okay. Or 30 feet in. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So I can get there in one in one room. Correct. Okay. 
Um, then are you dashing? Why would I have to? Because you need because you're just gonna get into the hallway. This this tunnel is like. Oh, I'm in the tunnel. Then I need to get to the hallway. No, no, wait, hon. You got bear. Where, where were you before? I had already dove over Paradil into oh, the hallway. Yeah. So you just if you just dove right over him, then I'd say you're you're still about ninety, maybe let's say eighty feet away from the gotcha. doors. Yeah. Let's not assume that this cavern collapse is going to stop at any particular point. Yeah. Right. I feel like we're gonna get chased all the way out of here by this. So you already moved thirty. So now you are. I will dash. Fifty from the door, and yeah. now you are twenty from the door. Right. From the double doors that are open right now. Right. Yeah. And it's still another 100-foot passage, you know, to the entrance where you guys came in from after those double doors. Yeah. Hoblet. I'm going to stand up. Okay. That is half your movement. And run as far as I can. So do I get to run? 12 plus 25. Yeah, 37 feet. Yeah, so let's just say 35. You get 35 feet. Yeah, we could call it that, but I could run 37. Nope. Feet. 35. Okay. I mean, you could even round if we're rounding like in math class. We're rounding thirty-eight. Down. We're rounding down to the next like multiple of five. Fine. So you were ninety feet. So that's fifty-five feet away from. Right. I feel like I'm 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 hopping behind everybody. Yeah. And Peridil. Um, probably still running. Fifty feet. You um, made it, uh, did you use my action surge last time? You did not. Okay. You didn't factor that in. Did you use it in combat? No. Well, no. You short rested. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I have it anyway. Yeah. But, um, you can do that. Okay. Because I mentioned it last time, I wasn't sure if you factored. So you can go seventy-five feet. No, I don't okay. think I don't think I heard you say that. Okay. You just used your. You just dashed. Okay. So I'm seventy-five feet. I'm through the double doors. Yes. Okay. How far? You, you, well, you were only like what? 65, 65 feet? feet yeah. yeah, so you're through and 10 Into feet. the yeah. first hallway. Mm-hmm. Not the first, yeah. you know, occult hallway. Yes. Um, before zero, I want... Let's see, you guys are kind of all a bit grouped, but who's towards the back? I'd say Hoblet. Make a dexterity saving throw, please. Dude, fuck off with your dexterity saving throws. I hate dexterity saving throws. Sorry, bud. Wow. Oh. 14. You're okay. You managed to kind of just at the last minute dive out of the way of some more falling debris. Uh, zero. Alright, so I am 60 feet from the door, you said? From the end of the hallway? Why don't we say that? Even if I'm wrong, folks, I'm redconning that now it's 60 feet. Okay. Whatever it was before, it's not That's 60. what it was, which means I am going to... <laughs> he was ahead of me and I'm 80, so yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. so we will um, yeah, run the third, or uh, yeah, the 30 plus the 30 for dash, so that's 60 that puts us at the door. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm doing this turn. Cool. Quinn. Same. So you're 20 feet from the door. Correct. Okay. Hoblet. Same. You're... So I can run 30, 50 feet. You're 30 feet from the door? No. No, I'm like way that behind that. Yeah. Um, 40 feet from the door. I'm going to be generous. Okay. You had some pep in your step. Yeah. A little hitch. Yeah. Because I, I, I haven't actually been keeping track of these distances at all. I'm no, just, I know. We're all yeah. running towards the same exit. <laughs> Full Hoblet disclosure. I'm just... Hoblet I'm is, hoping you are. He has a beard. Yeah. I was reading spells. Because I should have been smarter instead of writing these things down. Anyways. Paradil. What am I like... So what am I like? He <laughs> asks how far he is from the door. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking You're through the doors. I'm through the doors by like 10, 15 feet or something. Yes, 15 yeah. feet. 
Okay. Um, Wait, how did you get ahead of me? Because he's I used action, action surge. Oh, you've action surge? I action surged. Right, cool. It's a level two fighter ability, so Whatever. you don't I'll got that, it. Quinn. I'll get it. Deal with I'm, it. I'm there. That's I'm all there. I got to say. Don't worry. All right. Once, once we survive this. This might be stupid, but um, I'm going to... The audience is unfamiliar with this move, but I pulled this out when we were preparing for this campaign. Yensel is the only one who knows about it now because they donated that $10 to us on Patreon, so they actually heard that episode. They did? Uh huh. Okay, so I'm going to take my crossbow, mm-hmm. fire a few bolts into the ground, yeah. and springboard off of them in a flying acrobatic leap. Acrobatics, please. Boom. Nineteen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well oh, I would like for yeah. you. Let's see. You're gonna go your movement speed, mm. and then you're gonna add a D100 to that movement speed. Okay. Should I re-roll it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So my movement speed without dash. Yeah, without dash. It's this is because this is because this is your action. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah. Forty-five. All right. Cool. S- 45, an additional 45 feet? Plus 25, 70 feet. You go 70 feet as you springboard off of your perfectly placed crossbow bolts. I do. So what is, what is like, a, but I don't know. I'm imagining I'm doing like a like a, a freestyle skiing move. Like I go off a ramp and just do like a twist in the air plus like a double axle. Or, I don't know. The sure. Technology. 30 yards. It looks beautiful. Sure. Yeah. I am fucking you, you, you look effort. fucking glorious. <laughs> And then you just think, yep, I'm going to do it. And then fail. <laughs> hey. I would. I... <laughs> um, Hoblet and Quinn make dexterity saving throws. Is it already caught up to me? Uh, Twelve. You both take 11 bludgeoning damage as parts of this cavern start to collapse around you. You've moved each 10 feet. Or, well, well Hoblet, you moved 20 feet, 30 feet forward. He's moved 10 feet forward to kind of get past the door. You've, you've been able to dive that way, but you've taken damage on the way. Um, Eleven. Eleven. That's right, Kingsley. Eleven. Bullshit. <laughs> I know, cat. Zero. Um. Keep on dashing. Yeah, zero is just gonna lower his shoulder and keep on charging. Yeah. So you haven't even broken your momentum. Your momentum at all. No. Yeah. Um, you're getting closer to the exit. You're forty feet from the exit. Yep. Quinn. So has this damage, like, I've, I'm still, like, upright? Yeah. I'm not. Okay. Uh, so but you're hurting. 60. Yep, you are 40 feet from the door. Oh, well, let's say, let's, let's, let's say 50 because you were just behind the double doors when you dove forward. So, yeah, you're 50 feet from the exit. Hoblet. I'm going to do the same. Yeah. I'm going to run. You're in the same distance. Except Where not. are his bolts, by the way? Into the, I, I don't know, maybe a, how far into the hallway were you um, before? I was 10, 15 feet in front of the double doors. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, it's you've already ran past that. No, we haven't. I have. You have oh, not. Shit. You have not yet. I you told me you con- wanted I to. I contemplated it. You can go 50 feet. And decided not to. <laughs> you can be 50 feet from the exit. I figured play it safe. Okay. I mean, okay. I got a plus five I've already acrobatics. Taken a I'll go 50 feet from I have plus four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I contemplated. But. So Hobbler goes 50 feet in. We're going to Paradil again. You're like pretty much, you can make it out. Get there. Well, I'm going to hold open those double doors. And I don't know. Can I 
Is there like uh, something I can do with Commander Strike just to? No, that's only using having someone use a reaction to attack. All right. Well, where is everybody in the hall? Hoblet's fifty feet from the exit. Queen is okay. forty feet from the exit, and Zero is thirty feet from the exit. I'm gonna fire a few more bolts in case anybody wants to uh, springboard off of them. Roll me an attack roll against the floor. Okay. Ah! <laughs> oh, shit. Um, was on. it a one? No, it's not. Oh, okay. So, yeah, no, they actually sail past. Eight. It sails, you're, you're, the bolt sails right past um, Quinn and Hoblet and Zero. Like, okay. all the way down the hall. All right, fuck. I'm still holding the door open, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Are you trying to motivate us with that? Yeah. Because, um... I am at maximum motivation. <laughs> Speaking of maximum motivation... Maximum effort. Quinn, or Hoblet, make me a strength saving throw. All right. Dad, I can Aw, the DM is trying to help you out. Is he? Or he's even no. more fucked. There you would have probably passed yeah. a deck saving throw, too. Uh, what is that? 19? Where's my strength? Oh, 20. But Tw- not nat 20. Yeah. Uh, you, as like a part of the scene is about to collapse, you kind of use your strength to like hold up this piece of rock and just like throw it behind you. There you go. As you, as you're kind of still moving through this hallway. Zero. Zero. All right. Uh, we're 30 from the door, so we'll take our 30 foot move to get to the door. Okay. You're there. All right. Oh, jeez. I don't want to assume that this uh, collapse is going to end here at the door, so we're going to dash and carry another 30 feet forward. Sounds good. Quinn. I am now 10 feet outside the door as well. That's good. Hoblet. Yeah, I'm running. I'm running, too. You are at the door. (laughs) And as Hoblet makes it to the door, the last one kind of scampering out, the, the entire thing finishes collapsing around him, and he just can kind of just see him emerge out of his poof of dust and debris as he just like hops like he just like barely makes it out alive there's like dust in his beard and you can yes. hear a couple rocks of still just like kind of hitting the ground in the back you know behind you is he just laughing I feel like Hoblet would just be laughing <laughs> maniacally well know. that was pretty fucked up <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a movie what reference with like somebody coming out of like a cloud of smoke isn't it from Hook Maybe it feels it it's feels a pretty like used trope. Yeah, it, you know what it really feels like. Um, if he's strolling out with fantastic facial hair, it's probably something out of like a Bollywood action movie. Oh yeah, you know we're just going super over the top. The beard with is still it. perfectly. Oh yeah, like it's like not even touched. The dust has touched it's every other part of your body besides yeah, your face. Definite slow motion stroll out of the dust. Right, steamily braided. Shakes off like a wet dog once he gets out there. Yeah. Too long. <laughs> Illustrious breeds. <laughs> <laughs> well, what now? Uh, pretty sure we should get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, wait a minute. No. I want to go back. Where? To that room. You can't. The entire the entire place just collapsed. Like you literally just dove out. Where would... have you been? <laughs> no, I know that. But, uh... <laughs> So he we doesn't let the room that we didn't explore. You collapsed anything, all the unexplored areas. We can't areas. go back in. It's gone. Fine. Fuck it. Do that we may, have a time machine? That may not Let's eat. That may not have happened had you successfully solved the puzzle maybe four hours earlier. Fair enough. 
All right. Um, so now we're just standing over uh, Hoblet's five dead cousins or something. Well, like just that. one dead cousin and other dead dwarves. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you forgot about that part. I did. Do you want to perform any last rites or notes, bitches? Um, <laughs> Who well, takes what, notes? Are we going anywhere right now? Well, I mean, you, you have to turn in your contract to get the money that you were offered to do this. Yeah, I feel like um, we did our job to the best of our ability here. I mean, how many of my cousins are down? We stopped the undead from coming. Yeah, in. just one cousin. Yeah, is cousin. dead. No we've, more. We've come across seven dead dwarves. Glendo is dead. Yeah, Flendo is alive, but Glendo is dead. And still there, body still there. Body still there. Yeah, I'm bringing him home. Okay, I mean, he, he weighs almost nothing because his life force has been completely drained from his body. Okay. Do we have a blanket or something? Yeah, I'm probably dragging him behind me in a blanket. Oh. I mean, I'm like two feet tall. Yeah, you're you're about three and a half feet tall. I'm like three and a half feet tall. But he's also not that much bigger. Without a word, Zero picks up the, uh, the body. If nothing else, I can be good as a beast of burden here. You're a good friend, even if you are a robot. Sure. Well, you guys do that. So yeah, I feel like uh, that was some gotta, serious emotional shit right there, guys. I appreciate that. I gotta have the Hoblet tribe all together. I need to know that if I go down and someone comes across my corpse, they're gonna take me back to Hoblet land and bury me. Right, because you have the Smashers and you have the Bashers. This was Glendo the Basher. I well, mean, right. he was close. I mean, you were, family's family. Yeah, family's family. Right. Even if you didn't know each other that well. All right. So you guys heading back towards like the um, the mine shaft, taking the elevator back up. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's the thing here. Unless yeah. you guys want to explore the rest of the mine, I mean, we might find valuables, but whatever. We, we might find debauchery. You've kind of already surveyed the rest of this area. Okay. Right, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm yeah, taking agreed. a cue from the DM. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, you guys checked out that other passageway. There was a storage room that you didn't really go in, but it's just, like, full of, you know, like, helmets and, like, mining gear and, like, crates of ore and stuff. All right. And then there was other mine shafts that are abandoned. All right. We're out. Yep. So, yeah, the clunk of the freight elevator, you know, as it clo- the doors close behind you and it starts to raise up. It takes, you know, f- several minutes as you ascend the, you know, several hundred feet back up to the... Well, it's not even the surface, technically. It's still in a mountain, but the surface for dwarves. And... (laughs) Dwarf surface. Not the same as people surface. Humans surface. And we're different levels here. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, your cousin, that city guard, I forgot which one we named him. We had Flendo, who was the bartender. We had Glendo, who's dead. Who is this guy? I'm not going back Wait, and listening. There was a bartender? The bartender at the uh, the, four, the guy at the runner Flando. house. I think that was Flendo. That was Flendo. I, I, I feel like, yeah. See, if you'd made a mixed drinks, he, he could have been Blendo. I was going to say Blendo. Oh, yeah. Missed opportunity. As soon as you said bartender, I was like, oh, Blendo. Missed <laughs> opportunity. But they're, they're more of a shaken, not stirred kind of people anyway, so <laughs> the joke would have been lost in the caverns. Oh, Rebar. Rebar. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Rebar. Rebar the basher. Flendo and Rebar. Yeah, Rebar is even still, better. Thank you. I couldn't remember. And racism is real for dwarves, just in case you guys forgot that. Oh, it's like that in every fantasy realm. Like a yeah. lot, elves no, and, but it's elves, real for dwarves. Elves and dwarves are not fans of each other. No. However, anyways. But you're coming back without one person. Yeah. The elf. So you hear, uh, you hear Rebar ask you, Did you do it? Where is your other friend? 
Well, as far as our friend goes, he had some other engagements. Wherever he is, he's probably drunk. <laughs> he would have wanted it that way. All right. And you know I smashed the shit out of that bitch in there. <laughs> oh, you did it. You finished the job, Hoblet. Fucking A, we did. I, I knew you can do it. The smashers are always the ones to be counted on. Hoblet, like, half bows, half curtsies. It's like a smasher thing. <laughs> it's like a smasher thing. Hashtag it's a smasher thing. Or just You wouldn't things. understand. Um, He's like, well, I won't keep you. You got some money to get? Yes. It's great to see you, Hoblet. You as well, fam. And he kind of just bids you adieu. He goes back right. to his post. So let's go collect our cashish. Sure. You guys get back to the runner house, and it's, you know, many, many hours later. And where, I mean, where should I deposit this corpse, by the way? We're taking it back to... Oh, yeah. Um, rebar... You you're, know, you're not going to have me carry this corpse into the runner house, right? No. Uh, rebar actually assists you with that. I should have said that because that's his cousin too. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. I could leave the body with rebar. Yes. He's actually taking it um, for the for proper uh, dwarven rites and then they're going to have a dwarven funeral. Is that like a Viking funeral with more fire? Yes. Less swimming. <laughs> it's probably a wrestling match. There's at least two. Okay. So... Yeah, now you guys can you guys head back to the runner house. He tells you that um, he'll let he'll, he says he tells you Hoblet that he'll let you know when the services are, if you want to attend, if you if you're still in town. Of course, thank you, cousin. And uh, you guys make it back to the runner house. It's still just as rowdy as ever. More fights, more bar stools being thrown around, just a whole bunch of crap going on over here. What did you say about my mother? <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. I actually said it about your father. Oh, hey, oh. No, didn't. <laughs> Let's go get paid. Yeah, so, so Flendo comes up to the to the counter. It's like, oh, Hoblet, you're back. I knew you'd do it. Oh, fuck yes, cousin. It felt great. Well, uh, have you have any? I hate to ask you this, cousin, but you have any proof? Ah, uh, the proof is all in that smashed the fuck up mine back there. Ah, great. We'll go send him and check it out. I trust you, cousin. I trust you. Much obliged, cuz. He's like, hang on a second. And you see him kind of go into the back. You see him unlock several, like, sort of um, things on a safe. Like, like some of those, like, you know, wheel lock things, you know, a couple, whatever. I yeah, can't speak tonight. Yeah, I, f I feel like collapsing that entire shaft that uh, the bad stuff came out Plenty of would of proof. count as a... Yeah, count as a kinda, solution. I was just kind of seeing what he'd say about they it. Probably heard it. Um, you took the order. Not really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're not showing that. Quakes are kind drums. of a regular thing. Yeah, we right. we don't need to tip our hand on what was there. It would only right. needlessly. You see him come out people. with a sack of a thousand gold, slaps it on the counter. All right. For your hard work. Oh, this will go a long way. Thank you. Great to see you as always, Hoblet. Oh, you too. Paradol, make me a dexterity saving throw. Shit. Uh, that's a 16. Oh, yeah. You easily dodge a bar stool that is hurled in your general direction. <laughs> Good. Dexterity, you say? <laughs> <laughs> I did like a split. So we each gained 250. Yeah. And you're all level five now. Woo! Party! Because shit's about to go down. And it's time that you guys prepared 
your bodies, and your minds. And our souls. Don't forget that. For whatever's about to come when Dave starts doing shit. Yeah. So, since we still have some time, we can set some more things up. Where like do you it. go now? Mm. Okay. I feel like the general public doesn't need to know what we saw and what we shut down down there. Right. But I don't know if there's a powers that be that maybe should. I feel like... I mean, the contract was out there and the contract is closed. Yeah. Zero doesn't grasp enough of the runner hierarchy to know if this is something that could be up-channeled. Let's get a room and take a peek at this scrying orb again. Yeah. I think uh, Zero could probably spend another right. 12 hours pouring through this book as well. Yeah, I'd like to acclimate myself. Hoblet's able to finagle you guys some free room and board. Hoblet? Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Home yeah. field advantage, yo. And Sorry. then he charges Quinn I didn't 10 mean to gold. Question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you guys spend some, spend some time, you know, pouring over all of the stuff that you found. You know, these necro- this necromantic tome with powerful dark magics and this wand um, that you've been able to... Just give me an arcana check, actually, real quick. Yeah. Just, just an arcana check. Let's just see what you got right now. 11. It's enough to know that this is definitely a... Um, Bleeding crooked wand. No. You're able to know <laughs> the, the type of wand it is. I will say that you have no idea how many charges it has because of the lower roll. This is a wand of enfeeblement. Wand of Enfeeblement. Yes, you can use it to ca- as an action to cast the spell Ray of Enfeeblement. It has you, you can tell it has a certain amount of charges, but you have no idea how many. It does not require any attunement either. You have become one. The journal, like I said, it just, I mean, it's a lot of just ramblings and professions of, you know, admiration and servitude and love for the goddess Vecna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I who's think evil as fuck. Yeah. Zero, his intention um, after we decide where the party is going is that Zero is going to take the Necromancer's journal. Um, if you want, he can take the uh, the Necromantic Tome as well. Um, and he's okay. going to be taking like the Scrying Orb and uh, the gem he has, all of that kind of back to our base of operations. Uh, Zero's intent study the necromancer's journal and um do some studying and put up one of those pin boards um for uh, locations and stuff with uh the scrying orb so we can kind of you know the map with the string in between uh pins kind of thing going on so i went to carol in hr and i said carol carol <laughs> none of these people exist <laughs> yeah um, perfect i think yeah. that's a great idea are you guys are you guys heading back home with zero or what are you doing Probably can in the morning, I, obviously, but... Can I do a history check on the tome and the sure. journal? And see, or mostly the tome. Sure. See if they're... I know anything about I'll like give you previous hi- owners. I'll or, give you history or, or religion. Doing history. Yeah. Critical 20 hit. What do you, what do you call it? 20 puntos. <laughs> Net 20. Okay. This tome has been has contains magics that are older than you or me or anyone you know maybe even thousands of years old ancient the magic contained within can summon the most horrific unholy creatures 
that you would have ever experienced in your entire life. It would take an incredible amount of power and and skill to be able to actually perform one of these rituals successfully. Risking it otherwise would mean certain death because of all the bloodletting and other things that are involved in performing such a ritual. And there's a few of these of varying degree of severity. Um, you know, hordes of undead titans, um, you know, just unholy combinations of devils and demons and just every terrible thing that you can possibly imagine. Uh-huh. You know that it belonged to a conjurer, uh, a very evil conjurer, way, way back when, named Putrefar Magnanimum. Putrefar, yep. Magnanimum. Magnanimum. Magnanimum? Magnanimum. Okay. That's right. I just made that up. I hope you're writing that down because I'm not going to remember I said that. Yeah. If you want, Zero will be happy to take that back to uh, the keep and seal that up in like a vault safe something or other. Yeah. I think from here we should all go back to Aralon and at least warn the queen. I think we got to get... She might be worth telling this to. I was, That's actually uh, yeah. a pretty good angle. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. I think the only other person who could even action this sort of thing would be like, we could tell Black about it, but one, we don't know what the hell he'd do I'm about it. not telling Black fucking anything about yeah. this. What? <laughs> but, yeah, he's way too evil to want to tell about it. For all we but, know, it's his portal that we just yeah. shut down. <laughs> like... But he does have an insight into otherworldly things at the yeah, same right. time. He's a great he, resource, but he's just horribly evil. Yeah. Like, he's one of the two people powerful enough to action anything about this that the party knows. And the other would be the Queen of Aralon, and she would be doing it through political means. All right. That poor so, girl is not ready for what we were about so to tell her. So the Aralon angle is where we're going then. Yes. Okay. That, seems, that, that sounds pretty solid. It takes some time for you guys to get back home. You guys set off in the morning. Um, you kind of pass through, you know, some... Since the weather's starting to change, it's getting a little cooler. So, these, How are we on our ship, by the way? Still have about another month and a half. Okay. That's in Aralon, right? That's yeah. in the Great no, Citadel. that's, that's oh. here. We could go look on it in Dry Dock if we wanted to. Yeah, it's, it's still being repaired. It's looking a lot better now. It still has no name, audience. Hashtag name our ship. And the ship um, has no name. Otherwise, that is, might be the name. It's still not doing so hot, um, but it's it's closer to repair. But um, again, a month and a half. On our way out of the Gray Citadel, we caught like a strong breeze, and we recognized that smell mm-hmm. of our uh, <laughs> oh yeah of our ship. Oh yeah, it's a very <laughs> distinct smell. What were those things called? Uh, nulls. 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 Yeah, nulls. it was just like oh. a null. Shit yeah. smell wafting over from the mm-hmm. seaport. Oh, yeah. It's way, <laughs> way less pungent than it used to be. Um, so you guys, I'm just going to hop on a caravan back to Aralon. takes about a week to get back, a little more maybe. Uh, you arrive on a Thursday. Do we meet any colorful colorful characters coming, coming out of Aralon? <laughs> and we head right to brunch. No. Okay. <laughs> I like how this man thinks it does, I don't even eat. It does rain on you guys a few days, but um, it is a hooded caravan, so. Ooh. Or hooded. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Yeah, I think it's hooded. 
Yeah. Who like dead? Roofed. Who dead? You're right. Yep. It has yep. a hood atop. If it's a roof, then it's a hood. How could we be hood? <laughs> um, We're boys in the hood. Do you, so I'm assuming you guys promptly go to brunch. Nothing. Yeah. Of course. Of I need my mimosas. Where are you guys getting brunch? At two, yes. Mm. Is it Canary Number open? one in the hood. Canary's always open, my friend. Good. Hell yeah. And I'm Quinn Southwest. You guys travel an hour outside of town just to catch the Golden Canary Thursday brunch because it is legendary. Yeah. The mimosas are too. Word travels die fast for. because you have more admirers this time than you did last. Not surprised. In fact, like they've in fact the Golden Canary has even put up signs at this point saying that, you know, this is the official brunch spot of the heroes of the kingdom of Vesh. I think that means free <sighs> brunch guys. Hashtag H O K O V. <laughs> Hokov. Yeah. It sort of covers everything. The Hokov. <laughs> and um, you guys have a delicious, outstanding brunch. What do we have? I don't know. What do you have? I'm not you. I'm going to have some. Uh... Because these are the I important feel like, details. Okay, folks. I'm going to get I'm a feeling, dandelion smoothie. I feel like instead of like chicken and waffles, like we're getting like pheasant. And crackers and crepes, <laughs> pheasant, pheasant and, crepes. and crackers, <laughs> crepes. God damn it! I'm yeah. gonna get a gooseberry crepes. It is. Pheasant and crepes. I'm gonna get a gooseberry stuffed crumpet. Gooseberry, delicious. <laughs> gooseberry. Is Hoblet only drinking gooseberry. goat milk mimosas? He's not. Is he not even eating? Um, and a a rack of lamb. A rack of lamb. Okay. Zero, Zero asks for an empty tankard. And uh, actually takes a can of oil out of his bag, pours it into the tankard, and is drinking motor oil straight out of the tankard. That's Is it refined motor oil? Mm, it looks a little lumpy. It might be crude. He likes that. He likes it unfiltered, you know? Right, well, it's own. kind of like some people like, like chunky drinker. peanut butter. Sure. I mean... Oh. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I don't want the beer, but... Yeah, no, I, I, I like yours better. Like the, the chewy beer. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that. <laughs> so you guys finish your brunch... <laughs> I mean, you're only maybe a half hour away from your keep. It's kind of, the keep is kind of in between Aerolon and the Gold Canary. It's pretty perfectly placed, I would say. Um, Quinn signs a few autographs on the way out the door, I'm assuming. Oh, of course he does. Duh. Um, he's growing a larger and larger fan base of cougars as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are heading back to the keep? He's really popular in the single women in their 40s demographic. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah, Killing I'd say it. so. Back to the keep. Back to the keep? Back to the keep. They're the ones with the money. <laughs> yeah, when you arrive, you see some folks, like, cleaning up around the keep. Oh. Who are these jokers? You see, like, some large Goliath who looks like he has some sort of apparatus that is wiring his jaw shut. You see a small halfling, like, just... just kind of running around, not really being that helpful, but he's pretending like he's carrying things. And you see another man strumming a lute and kind of twirling the feather in his cap while the big guy does all the work. And Felix is like yelling at all of them. Our Felix. Your Felix. Figish. He's like, he's like, he's calling them incompetent. He's saying how much of idiots they are. I can't be believe this is the best a, the city has to offer. You may be seeing something about a plan. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I had a plan and you guys ruined it. Uh, and that's what you guys are walking up to as like, you see Stenton Crossbreeze. Oh, 
Mo- carrying boxes and like mowing the lawn. You see Spanx Mahiney. Literally she got with, this move. Literally with the pair of scissors, like clipping individual pe- like blades uh, of grass. These characters that came up the during the, the hapless interns. Yeah. I haven't watched, I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> and you have Frankie Wilde. Wow! Pretending like he's serenading I was everybody. Say singing. Probably out in the middle of the lawn. You can actually see that Felix has earplugs in. Yes, he's singing a ballad about fat bottomed dwarves. And he, he <laughs> and as 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 you guys approach, you see Felix like just like throw his hands in the air and like almost as if he's like thanking whatever, whoever gods yeah. brought you back to him. And he says, "Guys, okay, so there's a long story. I have a lot of things to talk to you about, and I have no time for these motherfuckers anymore." Whoa, salty talk from Felix Fizzlebottom. Easy, little fellow. And he just, you just you kind of just see him say like Stenton, you're you're actually doing a pretty decent job, Frankie, Spanx, you're terrible, you're terrible, Spanx, you're fired. Ugh. I'm gonna go work on my dance moves. Yeah, Frankie, just uh, I just I don't know. I feel bad for the guy, guys. Can he just like stick around? I guess. All right. Well, let me let you go inside. We have a lot to talk about. Felix, if you want to fire him, just wait till we get the trebuchet online. Hey, Spanx, mm-hmm. you got your job back. Oh, I don't know what to feel about this. I want to dance, but I also want to have fun with you guys. I think apprehension is the right word. I think that's what you should be feeling right now. What could launch a 95-kilogram adventurer over 300 meters? Oh, trebuchet. Now oh, you smell my farts. Oh! But wait, isn't a trebuchet just a large catapult? You shut your mm-hmm. foot this man! <laughs> no, no catapult can, <laughs> can throw a 95-kilogram object over 300 meters. My mistake. My mistake. So anyways, Felix ushers you inside and leaves the interns to whatever the hell they're doing. Paradol's very relieved. He doesn't like any of them. Zero um, <laughs> just makes a beeline straight for his... Um, Fortified laboratory. Is it, uh, zero. Okay. Well, guys, just, I guess, come sit down for a second. So you can, he like kind of, Felix leads into a room that looks like it has like a, there was like a shoddily built table made out of scrap wood that looks like it was literally just built and it was built in very poor craftsmanship. Paradol's probably cringing right now. With a few chairs that are of similar quality. And he's like, listen, this is the best we got. This is terrible. I had Stenton try to buy, build something. Listen, the guy can carry stuff, but he has no idea how to build anything. He has no finesse. Are his fingers wired shut, too? I had no idea. But whatever. He's kind of being the most helpful out of all of them, so I can't really be that mad at him. Anyways, so much. we have interns now. Let's just like address the elephant in the room. This Captain Kip, our best friend, sent us the best the city has to offer to help us out around here. And I just, I am at my wit's end. Zero, I hope you can find... Zero, well, Zero's back in his lab still. I just, I hope that Zero can find some way to deal with these idiots, because I'm just, I'm done. But I have some more information about this gem. I have about five interested buyers in the Grey Citadel, in Tarantis, in Aralon, and in the, uh, in Tamasha here, where the Omega Project is. The Omega Project wants us to study it, Wait, which gem are we talking what about? The one that I have. The one that Quinn has. The, 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 the Black the, Diamond of Garthax? Yep, the Black Diamond of Garthax. Okay, good. So, 
but um, you know, they, 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 no one seems to really know a lot about it, but I guess maybe just the name kind of intrigued them because I've gotten multiple offers. I'd prefer to have it researched, but I'll leave it up to you guys what we do with it. It's not, you know, like we did this together. We should reach a consensus together. Well, we clearly inform him of what we've learned yeah. about the gem. Well, you learned about a different gem. You learned, you learned about the eye. Yeah. Yeah. The but Garthic, I had both? Yeah. Yeah. You had both gems. Now you have the black diamond still. Okay. Sorry. Yep. Black mm-hmm. diamond is separate. Sorry. From the It's been gem. a month for me. So, yeah. Yep, I know. Got I know. it. Yep. Okay. Welcome and, back. Yeah. Hey. I forgot I took it out during that set. Yep. Got yeah. it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Zero. Ooh, I'm on it. <laughs> Zero re-enters the room at this point, minus the scrying orb and red gem, minus uh, the two tomes, and minus his crossbow. Comes into the room, looks around. Felix, what happened to General Chesty Puller in Boxy McBoxerson? I have no idea what you're talking about. They were my friends. Zero, you're going to need to elaborate because I literally have no idea what you're talking about. My pets. You had pets? Yeah. I had two pet mimics. What were you keeping pet mimics for? I didn't see them. I came home and these interns are in the basement. There's just puddles of goop and like in just disgusting crap all over the place. I just had them clean it up in the basement. (laughs) Oh, no. They all scamper in. Everything briefly freeze frames and a narrator voice comes over. Seems like those intern boys are in a whole heap of trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know what? I feel pretty good about calling it right there. (laughs) Okay. So, I feel good about that like, too. is there like a scene of like a car like like jumping? Uh, <laughs> like I don't even I don't even know how to. I feel really like go the freeze frame is all three That's... of the interns like busting through the door and sort of like stump like Spanks is stumbling and <laughs> um, Stenton is trying to keep his uh, appearances up as best as possible and Frankie's just like combing his hair, grooming his mustache. There's oh, yeah, freeze yes. frame right there. So. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. I am going to finally be laying down the torch of DM and passing it back to Dave for our next few sessions. Um, Before I get into the social media stuff, I do want to make a quick announcement because of the nature of how we record, where we kind of do, we can record two episodes bi-weekly, so like we're kind of releasing them in a bit of a a slightly slight delay. Our boy James here is about to have a a little baby girl joining this world. Baby smasher. And she's due in, I mean, as a time, at the time of this recording, what, four or five weeks? Yes. Four weeks out. Right. So within in two weeks, we're literally going to be within two weeks of the due date when we try to record next. So depending on how cooperative this baby is, how well... Well, your, she's a smasher. Your so lady is doing. I feel like her plan, she's, she's on her own plan. not going to cooperate. Right. She's on her own plan. We may or may not be with James for a little bit as he goes and he's a new dad to fatherhood yeah. a fatherhood yes. for the I, first I'll time i'll be casting spell fatherhood yes it's a ritual and it, it's, and it's cast over the course of a long time 18 years uh, he's not leaving the show <laughs> friends 18 years give or take a couple of months <laughs> 
Now, to 18 be, years? Yes. 18 no, I'm years. not going anywhere. Yeah, Fear it's, not. It's important to establish that it will just years. be a brief hiatus while I tend to the birth of my new child. Right. Because family first friends and, you know, I, you know, I mean, it's, this is my niece we're talking about, too. Like, she's got to have her dad around. So, um, you know, we'll announce when Hobbit's coming back. We're, we're going to try to find a special guest to join us for a, you know, short to midterm period. Um, either from someone who's joined us before, maybe someone brand new. We'll have to see who Ooh, can. Uh, I'm on the edge of my seat. Hang out with us and just join us at this table that we've so lovingly crafted. And I didn't make this table. No, someone. <laughs> it wasn't someone. The else. the metaphorical table. Yeah. So, um, you know, big congratulations to James. Thank you. Thank you. And to your lady, my sister-in-law. Um, I've been. Very honored to have you all joining us at our table tonight for this episode of Hapless Heroes. If you really like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter or on all the other social medias. We're at Hapless Heroes on Twitter. You can just search Hapless Heroes on the social media tool of your choice and most likely we'll be on there and I'm trying to figure out how to do things better. More better. <laughs> More better. Facebook, Instagram, you know, Twitter, all, all those things. Continual improvement. Yes. Reddit, you know, there's that too. We do have a premium Snapchat. Yeah. Um, if you, you know, also, if you feel... What the fuck would we send out a Snapchat? <laughs> what's, a, what's a premium Snapchat? No, I'm all set, I'm all set on that. I'm all set on that. Uh, yeah. Um, why bother have videos of us if you can't keep them? Right. Or sure. watch them forever? But now you can. Whatever. I don't care. So I don't the, care. Why I'm would done. they want videos I'm dropping the Snapchat. Just get on Instagram. I'm dropping the Snapchat thing. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways. We also would really appreciate it if you left us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Every five-star review helps us get more visibility, grow in the ranks. You know the spiel. I've said it many times, but I just love you, and we really appreciate all the kind words you guys have had to say. It's I, I'm actually really, even with our modest like audience, like just so blown away by the amount of love and support that we've received from you wonderful listeners out there it's all over the world. not even a modest audience anymore. Like, there's a very real chance that... By the time we leave here, we'll be over 6,000 downloads. That's very true, which is crazy to me. That yes. <laughs> the little show we record in my dining room is literally like, you know, people enjoy it. So Being we love played you. in the Netherlands. Yay. Much right. love. Yeah, we love every single one of you for reals, for evers. Yes. And if you really like us and you're uh, somewhat religious, you can go to your uh, confession booth and... Uh, <laughs> You can admit to your your minister, your priest, whatever, however that works, that that you really like our show. It's a guilty pleasure of yours. Turns out it does nothing for our metrics, but it gives us warm, fuzzy feelings inside. <laughs> no, no, wait, that's intestinal distress. Never mind, we're good. <laughs> Carry on. That's the Mexican I ate last night. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, obligatory plug. We have a Patreon account. We have cool rewards. Patreon.com/slash/heroes. Boom, done. Social media things are over. I love all of you. Let me outro my cast. We have James playing Hoblet the Smashiest. Good fucking night. Mike playing Lord Captain Quinn Southwind, the benevolent, the famous, the eater of brunch. Ooh, I like that new one. Uh, where did we get these interns from? Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. Mm, I'm going to spend the next few weeks in mourning of Chesty and Boxy. Oh. <laughs> and... Zach, playing Paranel. Gotta get rid of this Sphinx behind you. He's a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> and once again, I'm Francesco. I've been your host in DM. Uh, tune in next time where we'll have a completely brand new improvised adventure for you uh, that we have no idea where it's going to go. 
Love、Those、you the best. Bye. 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 B